0: the aging. I hope everyone's having a good start to their week. I hope everyone had a good weekend. Ashley, how was your
1: weekend? It was really good. felt like it was a little short, mm-hmm. but I was really happy for that extra hour that we got. Oh my god, right. Mm-hmm. What
2: about you? My weekend was unbelievable. I did a lot of things. I went to San Francisco. I went to this snow place. It's called Apple Hills.
0: Oh, my I God. don't know if you have
2: been there, but I went there because I wanted to get some walnuts. They have fresh walnuts on the tree, mm-hmm. and it's it tastes really good. So if you want walnuts, go to Apple Hill. And yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. Although, yeah, that sounds
1: really fun.
2: I've been there before. It's nice.
1: Mine was a little expensive. What'd you do? I went and got my hair done.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. do you get it colored? I did. Okay, I no, it's a little darker. <laughs> Looks good. Okay, so today's topic we're going to be talking about is confidence. And I think it's going to be a really interesting discussion. So for confidence, it helps us we're ready for life's experiences. When we're confident, we're more likely to move forward with new people, new opportunities. And even if things don't work out, when we have a good amount of confidence, it allows us to try things again. When it's the opposite and people don't have a high amount of confidence, they're less likely to reach out to new things or new people. And if they fail at something, they're less likely to try it again, which definitely holds back them reaching their full potential. So the first part of the discussion is gonna be about how confident we are in ourselves and how we define that. So for Haroon, what's a skill or trait that you think like you're confident that you do well?
2: I think confidence is huge thing and it doesn't take one day or one week to build Mm -hmm. it you have to keep working on it until you get confident for me I think in some areas I feel confident there might be things that I might not be confident for example I'm learning guitar and uh, still because I'm not good at it when I play alone I'm good but Mm -hmm. when I play among my friends or in front of a group of people I lose my confidence, and I think the reason is that I don't have enough practice, and I need more practice. I think we need a lot of practice to become confident in something that we want, like job interviews. If you practice a lot, you feel more confident. For me, I, I, I'm pretty confident with my work and some other social behaviors, but the things that are new for me, I need to practice more and get more confidence.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's so true. That's such a good point. What about you,
1: Ashley? I mean, how do I define confidence?
0: Yeah, and then something that you're confident you do well in.
1: I feel like confidence, in a way, can be built on maybe failures or maybe things that we didn't do well in, and we kind of build that mindset to grow from them and learn from them. Mm-hmm. I think one odd thing that I am confident in, it, can you say optimism? Like, is could that be it? Yes. I'm confident that I'm, like, really optimistic. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's important if you feel like something's not going well or maybe if you're not sure the outcome of something, you just keep optimistic. And if, even if something doesn't turn out the way you want or expected, like maybe a job interview, you thought you did really well, you came out of it, and maybe you just didn't get the interview because they were looking for something else, or maybe you didn't like the interview and you wanted to look for something else. I think the important thing is to think, well, this didn't work out, but I'm going to keep optimistic and look for something different.
0: That was really well said. I love that. So you feel like for both of you, it took like time, trial, error, failures to develop both these skills? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, of course, time, practice, Never give up. I actually said failure. I think sometimes failure becomes the reason for lack of confidence, but it's important to keep in mind that failure should not discourage us because, you know, animals, humans, every successful person, if you study their history and backgrounds, they have experienced failure, not just one time, multiple times until they have accomplished what they want so failure somehow it's the mindset that you have to build the mindset that failure is going to encourage me to work harder practice more until I get it done
0: that's so true but I feel like for some people it's the opposite like it's like does failure create confidence or does failure like completely destroy your confidence like I wonder what makes a person go one way or the other? Like, what do you think?
1: Well, I think, you know, Harun, you mentioned a lot of good things. I think I think of confidence in a way of like a, a survival technique because you're right, failure could lead to feeling like you're not able to accomplish something, so you shy away from it, and you maybe either avoid that or you try something different. But I think being able to embrace your failures and having a good mindset about, well, if I want to get through this, and there's no way of accomplishing it unless I do go through with it and face, face it head on. So, yeah, I think think of confidence and failure as a survival and learning technique.
0: Okay, so I guess this is a really good segue into the next question is how is confidence built? Do you think like how you're raising your childhood affects your confidence? Does it evolve over time? Like how much control do we have over our?
2: Yeah, of course, our background has Mm -hmm. a huge connection with our confidence. Mm -hmm. For example, if you have grown up in a family where your parents went to school, they had education, they were rich, and you had a supporting system that were always in good shape and good social status, that definitely influences your confidence. That's why they always ask in the university, like, "Are you the first generation in your family who graduated?" Oh, yes. And usually, I I have seen people who are first. They are kind of struggling a lot of times because somehow, in some places, your social and social background and family background influences your mind's mentality. But to keep it in mind that you have to, to think this way, you you are doing your part and accomplishments that you have so you shouldn't if you have a good background that's great but if your background is something that can hurt your confidence just uh, try to turn it in positive like always look for positive and uncertainty I was taking this sisters' the class and I was saying that you should always look for good things even if you have a very uncertainty but yeah, so the confidence comes from our background and family, but it's it's a lot about ourselves, like mm-hmm. how we work on ourselves, and also you have to find out what are you good at. Like we are, we cannot be good at everything. Like we are not perfect. So you should find out what's your passion, what you want to do, your talent and skill. If you could figure that out, you can you can be pretty confident. If you are not good at something, then it's kind of hard to become confident too, especially if your talent is built for something else. Like some people are not supposed to be singers, so yeah, they should they should focus on the areas that they can be good, or at least you could get to a level that you could feel like okay, well, I am now feeling that I can compete, or I can go and do like a performance or do something, and I can use this skill.
0: I think it'd be really interesting like if each of us like thought of a moment that affected our confidence just like a negative or a positive because I just want to see if like people focus more on negative influences over the positive so for me something that um really shook my confidence recently was failing a class for the first time it really humbled me and that is like focusing more on the negative than the positive but like I said I feel like I'm pretty optimistic too where I was like okay, I definitely was struggling I didn't ask for help or the resources that I should have. Like, oh, that's not like me to just give up and not try my best, try every single solution. But like I said, it was definitely a learning experience. What about you?
1: I think Haru also mentioned something Mm -hmm. important. In generational, generation. whether that's your parents or maybe your grandparents, they're all very influential I think for me and my family, my mom, her parents had a lot of expectations for her, not necessarily with education in school, but maybe how she would run a family someday or maybe how she would be able to survive on her own. And that definitely impacted me growing up. We didn't necessarily come from a family of high status or really anyone with a lot of education. But I think having that support system of my family and also trying to self-teach myself some things on how I can grow with confidence, that definitely helped when I was growing up in my area of childhood. A moment that I think really shook me, that's an interesting question. I know one way that it helped me was, again, mentioning when I used to do poetry at a cafe, going up on the stage, or actually I'll give you a better I, I volunteered to deliver this speech at my um, high school graduation, and there was over two or 300 people in the audience. And I had to deliver this really impactful poem that I had created that was pretty emotional for me, mm-hmm. and also giving a speech on reflection on life and how we will journey through the next steps. I was so scared walking up to the stage. I asked my teacher, I don't think I can do this. Can you do this for me? And he said, "I can't because I'm going to be doing a speech too. But I know mm. that you can do it. Just don't think about all the other people out there. Try to maybe look for your family or look for one spot in the back of the room and just focus on that. And that really helped me. And you did it. I did. That's great. You felt great after. I, I did. I was really shaky. Like mm. I'm. I was thankful I was standing behind a podium. So shaky. was shaky. Oh my gosh, my <laughs> legs! I thought I was going to fall over.
0: But yes. But I really loved everything you said, especially, like, it's so interesting how, like, expectations that aren't even ours that we set for ourselves can stress us out so much, like, a family, jobs, just other people's expectations. Like, why
1: do I let that affect my confidence?
0: These aren't even milestones or goals I set for myself. So that was a really
1: good point. Very good point, too. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Having our own milestones to accomplish and not mm-hmm. having you the ones that our parents put onto us, that, that's a big thing to go through, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, there's a say, it says you cannot make every single person happy, so you should try to make yourself happy. I Sometimes we forget about ourselves and we keep thinking about others mm-hmm. and meeting their expectations that kind of like we forget about ourselves. And that huge amount of expectations from society and friends and family will always kind of like negatively impacts our self-confidence mm-hmm. and personality. In the meantime, I think our, our lifestyle has a huge influence on our self-confidence. For me, for example, if someone's going to gym or at least exercising and being persistent with your workout, that definitely boosts your confidence in long term. Like workout, all other healthy habits like sleeping well, eating well, mm-hmm. having good friends, what type of job you choose, if your career is a big influence on your self-confidence. If you don't like your job, you will not be confident too. You have to like something to feel confident that you're going to do it because your passion will eventually make you to get the skillset and the confidence level that you want to be there. So I think w- what we choose in our life and, and uh, how we live, all these habits that we built over time, they all has, have a huge connection with our self-confidence and self-esteem. So we have to choose wisely our habits, and our lifestyle.
0: Yeah, I really loved how you mentioned career and jobs right now because that's going to be the next section we talk about. Since this program does focus on finding employment for other adults, and they've been out of the workforce for a while, so that definitely affects their confidence. And I feel like it's a universal experience where, like, starting a new job is the most awkward and terrifying experience. I definitely experienced that here. Well, I don't, like, work here, but this kind of is, like, a job that I'm doing for free. And I remember, yeah, when I first started, I did not know anything. I was so scared to ask questions. I was so scared to answer the phone. Did you experience that?
1: Like when you started working here or just in
0: general when you
1: start a new job? Well, I think that's very common when you start a new place. I was nervous here because you know, when you go into a new job, you don't know the culture of the job yet. You might read about it on their website, but you haven't had the feel of it yet until you go the first two weeks and start to get more familiar. And then on top of that, you're worried about making a good impression to your coworkers and especially your boss. I was really nervous working with you at first because because I, I wasn't sure um, if I would, you know, if you would think that I might be weird. I am weird, but I'm glad that you're starting to accept that. <laughs> but another thing that helps, one, one word of advice that I would give for anybody starting a new job, even though you might be a little scared and really nervous at first, definitely anybody you run into in the office, please them. Say hello to them. Introduce yourself. That way, the more people that you meet, the more people you get familiar with, it feels less strange going into the office or whatever uh, place of employment you're starting because you're already networking in a way, building friendships, and it makes it less stressful and less anxious.
2: I think when you are starting a new job, practicing this assertive behavior is really important. And being an assertive person, and will help you definitely to become more self-confident. Assertiveness, assertiveness is basically being able to ask what you need and speak for yourself and share your emotions, but in a way that you also respect others. Like you're not angry, you're not aggressive, and also you're not passive to give up all the time on your part and your your emotions and dreams or whatever you want. Now the way you communicate that with others has a huge impact on your behavior and work quality. Just practice being assertive. Like that means ask for help if you need help, ask for training if you need a training or ask for time if you cannot accomplish a deadline. But you have to be able Communicate what you need, not in in an aggressive way to make other people feel bad, but just be nice and kind, but also make sure you speak up for yourself. That eventually, speaking up for yourself in a proper way is itself self-confidence. You have to be able to talk, share your thoughts and opinions, what you feel, and that requires self-confidence to be able... To do that
0: that's so true I feel like a lot of people think confidence is just the mindset where it's like oh I could do it like incapable it's no big deal but also also takes a lot of confidence to like be vulnerable and admit that like you're lost in a new workplace that you're really nervous that you're not confident as you thought you were in the skills and that you know you have a lot to learn I think that's really really important for us and as our participants to keep in mind too because like I said they've been out of the job force for a while what else do you think would be like really important?
1: Well, one thing that I hear from the participants a lot is especially if there are things involved like computers or any technology, they kind of shy away from it and they already start to give up a little bit before they try. Another thing they might mention is they are already a little self, they have some self doubt because they might notice other people around them are a little bit more ahead of them or they might have additional skills that they don't have because they focus the last couple of years on something else. So one thing that I try to tell them is that it's it's important not to think about the pace that everyone is going at, including yourself, because everyone is going at their own pace. They They started earlier, they started later. That's why it's not important to really compare yourself to somebody else's skills or where they're at in life. So one other bit of advice that I would give a person who might be starting something new, like a job, is... Try not to focus on the things that... you know. don't focus on the what is. I don't mean to be cliché, but try focusing on the positive things that you want to see happen for yourself. The more you practice those and the more you embrace that positive mindset of wanting to do good and be able to contribute good things, I really feel like that's influential and it helps you you do good. Yes, I love that. Thank you.
2: One last thing I... Should share is that kind comparing yourself with others, yeah. That that definitely is a negative habit, and it will impact or hurt your self confidence because you are comparing yourself with people. Usually, you will compare yourself with people who are more
1: like
2: of successful leader. from you. Yeah, or they are doing a lot better than you. They have more money. They are rich. Or Something is happening that you don't have it, and the more you think about it, the more you feel less confident. And and the best way to do it is to not compare yourself. Focus on yourself, do whatever you can do. And um, there's always people who will be above you and below you, so you can't change it. It's not in your control. Obviously, it's not in our control. We have to focus on the things that we can control, like your habits, how you how you design your day-to-day life. Like what how do you spend your time where with who doing what? So yeah, I would I just wanted to say that do not compare yourself with others. That's a, a bad habit. It's good to look at the Look at the successful people and get some inspiration, mm-hmm. which is a totally different story, but that shouldn't become a negative comparison that could hurt yourself.
1: Can I add one thing to that? Mm-hmm. I think another important thing to add on to that, that's kind of like whether it's related to jobs or not. One thing that helped me growing up, trying to understand the person I want to be, because you know, during you know, adolescents, you really don't know what you want to do or who you want to be. Your parents kind of give you some ideas or expectations, but you want to find out for yourself. One thing I would I would say, don't necessarily look, look at one person only and say, They have all of this that I want to be, or they have all of these qualities that I want to have. Borrow a little something from different people, kind of you know, bar- kind of adding on to from here. Borrow different things from different people, whether they've had a really successful life. Maybe they're a celebrity, an icon, or maybe they're just really good with business. Being able to borrow something from each of these people, it can kind of help build the character that you have or that you want to have. Yes, that's so true. I definitely do look for others for inspiration, and it is helpful.
0: really enjoyed our talk today I felt like it was really constructive as usual I know Ashley has a couple of quotes to close out but I also have one that I wanted to share it's from Susie Kassem who's like a new age philosopher and she says doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will I really like that one
1: Ooh, that,
0: that's an impactful one there
1: I I do have two but I don't have the other one on me so I'll give you one that I thought was really okay, really okay. really mm-hmm. re- resonates with a lot of people a flower does not think of competing to the flower next to it. It just blooms. That's by Zen sheen.
2: I like that one too. I, I, there's a quote and my way to home. It's on the naturally. You might have seen it. It says, if you can dream it, you can do it. That's a really good one. I like it. And obviously, if you can dream something and you like it and you're passionate, go for it and eventually you can make it. But also... They remember that your actions and your preparation is the key. Yeah, wanting it's not. A yeah, life. so you have to make sure you do the work. Without the effort and the hard work, the dreams do not come true. Okay, well, thanks, Olivia. That was a great topic. Yeah, thanks. It was, it was something that uh, I'm pretty sure our CSA participants can benefit a lot too with their job interviews. Thanks for choosing that topic, Olivia. You're
1: welcome, you're do, wonderful
2: job. Alright. Awesome, that's Thank great.
0: But
2: listen, everyone, we'll see you again next week. Okay, well, we'll see you next week. <laughs>